a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, uh, Fred Riley. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. So today's podcast is actually uh, one of those podcasts where I might uh, win a few friends and definitely could lose a few. So we're going to be talking today about uh, relationships, and we're going to talk about some dynamics that... uh, have really come about over the last, uh, well, 10, 20, 30 years in terms of uh, results of parenting. And uh, so we're going to talk about the struggle that you might be having in your relationship or in dating or even at work. We, You know, we talk a lot about millennials and so forth. You know, about 10 or 15 years ago, uh, I was in the emergency room and I noticed that uh, there was a, a strong increase in in young adults coming in uh, first week at college, that type of thing, a lot of anxiety issues, a lot of that coming from expectations uh, set by the parents. And so in your relationship now, we're going to look at uh, kind of the relationship and how it's affected by uh, what I call princess syndrome. And, uh, you know, if you have princess syndrome, you're going to get mad at me because the princess is upset that I said she had princess syndrome. And so that's a way to diagnose that, right? And then we're going to talk about uh, the the way that uh, that uh, cohort men were raised and how that plays into uh, difficulties in the relationship. And so the idea, this is my theory. I don't have any evidence for it or anything. But I, the, the idea is I look back, and it seems like about 20 years or so ago, there's a trend where fatherhood um, was the cool father, the father that was there, absolutely loved their daughter, which is good. But the daughter, you know, it was kind of it was kind of like a Disneyland type thing, where um, as you wish, right? And so, and I'm not speaking for everybody, but the culture for some reason kind of got into this place where there's kind of this silent competition between dads that you love your daughter more, that you're going to take her uh, to go ride the pony, and then you're going to take her to the to the amusement park, and then after, you know, you take them on these big grand dates and, and so on and so forth. And the idea is that's good, you know, where you're bonding with your daughter, you are demonstrating to yourself that you're a good caretaker, that you're supportive and so forth. But one of the results that we're seeing, and this is uh, kind of controversial, I think, but the reality is it's there, and that is that we're seeing a lot of princesses. And what I mean by princesses is maybe not individuals that actually believe they're a princess. They may not even be aware that they're acting that way, but because of the way they were raised, they have um, kind of attained an expectation of certain things. And let's be clear, the idea is to them it's normal. Um, when you get into a relationship, we're going to find that husbands often end up kind of scratching their heads because they're not quite sure what to do. And uh, they, they often feel like they're not providing very well. They often feel like they're falling short. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. So the idea of being a princess is you may not actually think you're a princess, but your behavior is such that uh, you're asking for certain types of, of treatment. 
again, you might feel like it's normal, but the idea is if you love me, if you're there for me, then I get to choose where we go. I get to choose what we watch. And you, as a princess, you might really feel that if your partner doesn't go to the movie you want to or doesn't do this or that, then you might really feel threatened because in your life, men, namely a father, that love and care for you, evidence that they love and care for you is that they they nurture you, they over-nurture you, they give, they give, and they give. And so you're looking for a partner that that does that, a partner that sacrifices his stuff on your behalf, sacrifices maybe his hobbies, his likes. And a lot of times, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, um, men feed into that. What they do is they want to please you. They want the princess to be happy, and you deserve to be happy. What they do is they start to sacrifice hobbies, desires, interests, right, to help win the favor of the princess. They see, hey, if I'm going to be there, if I'm going to be supportive, if I'm going to be present, then anytime I go and do these other activities, I am not being a provider. I'm not being a protector. Um, I'm not showing forth love to the princess. And again, women, I don't. I let's be careful here. I'm not implying that you're walking around. Uh, well, some of you might be walking around. Uh, pretty sure you're a princess. But the idea is, you're doing what you've been taught, and you feel often that your acceptance, your value, your lovability, your the extent to which you're appreciated, is based upon princess type conditions. And what that does is it sets up expectations of partners and others to treat you a certain way. And that might show up as people saying that you're you're maybe not arrogant but snotty or too good for us or high maintenance, hard to hard to uh, manage, um, unable to please. And so the, again, the idea is this phenomenon, we're seeing this show up in relationships. I'm seeing this in my office and I'm seeing a lot of uh, men come in and they're pulling their hair out wondering how they're falling short. Okay, now that part of the problem we'll talk about in just a minute in terms of the, the men's side of things. But I'm introducing, and many of you know about this, this idea of a princess, um, kind of a princess syndrome. It's not anything that's going to change the world, but it's something to be mindful of and aware, especially when there's some difficulties in the relationship. All right, welcome back to Counseling on Demand. I am your host, Fred Riley. So we're talking today about a topic that uh, might be a little bit uncomfortable, but we're seeing it. And and if you're finding uh, that there's difficulties in your relationship and uh, you're not connecting very well, well, one of the things that I'm seeing, I call it princess syndrome, and that obviously we're, we're applying to, to women in relationships, but we're also talking about how uh, how men affect the relationship as well. I'm going to talk about that, and um, well, we're going to talk about it right now. So the idea is again, we talked about you know the expectations of a princess. Do uh, do you as a princess really feel that that's all owed to you in a, in a arrogant way? Maybe on occasion, but to you it's normal. To you, that's evidence that your partner, your spouse, loves you. So on the other end of this, about the same time that. Uh, young girls daughters were brought up as princesses 
the dads were demonstrating to the sons that in order to be a good husband, they need to treat their their sister, they need to treat other people uh, like a princess. And what they've learned is that they, uh, and again, the idea of the, the main two uh, places that a husband or a partner wants to be is they want to be a provider and they want to be a protector. And so what that does is it puts them in a position where um, they, well, they want to be effective. And so when you're, when you're married or having a relationship with a princess, you're not feeling effective. You're not providing good enough. Actually, you are providing good enough, but it feels like you're not. Or your spouse might feel, your partner might feel like you don't care because you're not providing enough. The idea is, in real terms, you probably are providing enough. You probably are protecting enough, but you have learned, men have learned, that they need, that they're going to fall short. And they get confused by that because they have some notion in their head that they're going to be a good husband, a good partner, because dad and a good father, because dad demonstrated that. And I know that's not the same all across the board. So in their mind, they're geared up to absolutely woo this princess. As a matter of fact, when you start dating and so forth, you're popping out of limousines with flowers twice a week, right? You're sending care packages. You're writing poetry. You're doing all that kind of stuff because, darn it, you're going to be a provider and you're going to be a knight in shining armor. And then princess turns around and says that your armor's rusty. That's a head scratcher. So you turn up the provider. You turn up the protector. Is she a princess to you? Definitely. But the idea, the conflict comes from uh, consistently over time feeling like you're not providing enough. And then a princess, based on her upbringing, her, her um, uh, not training, but her exposure to her environment, uh, feels like it's okay. Um, as a matter of fact, it may not even feel like it's harmful to say, hey, you know what, um, providing and protecting looks like this. So the idea is it feels like you're not good enough if you're a husband. You might get frustrated. You might start to emotionally detach. And uh, women, what they'll say is, you know what, I'm not telling my partner that he's not good enough. I What I'm telling him is I think he's good enough, but I want to do this. I want to do more. And the husband doesn't understand that because he's exhausted. The partner is exhausted uh, because they're trying to match that that. Uh, that provider protector. What I see most of the time is a husband that or a partner that will say, it doesn't seem to matter what I do. As a matter of fact, I'm doing so much more than I've ever done, but it's not enough for my partner. And what we'll find is, yes, the princess wants more, but it's not a judgment value, I guess is the best way to put it. They're not saying that you're not a good provider. They're not saying that you're not a good protector. What they're saying is that need for love and appreciation continues. And so they're going to keep throwing out ideas and expectations to keep that feeling, that need for affirmation and so forth. And they're going to, they're going to do that in a princess type way. And so if you're, if you're a husband or if you're uh, a partner and you've married a princess, which is very likely, this is where you do some work to say, okay, this is a behavior that does not mean that my spouse, my partner is bad. She's doing what she's learned. And I've got to learn that what I do is good enough. I've got to learn that I am providing and protecting. And if she doesn't feel like that, well, that's what she's learned. She's learned 
that love, compassion, and care is through your actions. You need to be in a place, and, and if you need help with that, that's fine. You need to be in a place where you're saying, you know what, I'm okay with what I've done. And then you can help your your princess, your your spouse, your partner. You can help them learn that love comes through different ways. That love is not only brought compassion, care, protection, isn't only brought by you acquiescing, you sacrificing. You can do things together, and she will start to trust that love comes from cooperation. It comes from insecurity. It comes from shared interests. And so that helps a princess slowly start to adapt, and it helps her learn to express appreciation as a as a husband or a partner that, that you may not be getting. And if you're not getting that, then it feels like you're not good enough. So the idea is neither one of you are really the problem. The princess idea, it, it sounds like what we're saying is the, the wife or the, the female is the woman is the problem. No, we're talking about a set of behaviors. And so the princess isn't the problem. The husband's or the partner's not the problem. The problem is the way that our parents trained us and told us how relationships should work. So our our efforts have to be coming down out of the princess tower a little bit. Doesn't mean you're not loved. Your spouse not climbing the princess tower every night doesn't mean that you're not loved. So we have to find new ways to recognize that, that we are lovable, new ways to recognize that, hey, what I do give to people is good enough. And as you start to bring that in, you'll start to see that, hey, there's more to, well, you'll see that the relationship's more enriching. It's it's less based upon what you have to do for your partner. It's less based upon why your partner is or isn't not doing anything for you. So the idea here is we're talking about princess syndrome. We're talking about the beliefs and expectations that come with that. And then also the beliefs and expectations that come uh, as men are taught uh, to treat, uh, to provide and protect. Those mesh together and sometimes we need to do some untangling. I am Fred Riley. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find me online at gettingbacktolife.com. That's getting back the number two life.com.